Forces Radio, BFBS, I'm Chris Kay. Now, if you're a service leaver going through transition at the moment or you're a veteran looking for your next career opportunity, I want to help you land that job that you're applying for. Let's get some advice on how to ensure that you perform well in an interview from the military charity, the Officers Association. Lisa Jones is one of their career consultants. Hi, Lisa. Hello, Chris. So let's begin with the, the preparation. So before the actual interview. Yes, so I think there are probably two stages of interview preparation. One you can do before you've even got an interview, and I think this is probably almost the most important phase, and that is for you to sit down and think, what do I really want from a job? What are my strengths, my areas that I could develop, or some people call that weaknesses, but I think development is better, and what are my main qualities? What am I selling? When you do have a job that you want to apply for and therefore um, you're tailoring your CV um, for that job and hopefully looking to get invited to interview, you're also going to be thinking, what does the employer want? How do I demonstrate this? How does my career back up the fact that I can do the stuff that they need me to do? How are my skills relevant to this organization and to the specific job? A main thing I would say as well is um, research, so researching the company that you're going to be working for and demonstrating in the interview that you've done that research. Now, the interview process is always evolving and now you have different types of interviews, don't you? Yes, I think increasingly employers are using what's broadly termed remote interviews. Now, these can be on the telephone or they can also be via Skype. Why do employers use remote interviews? Well, they're often a first stage. They're normally elimination rather than appointment. So they're trying to bring a long list of candidates down to a short list. Time and geography can play a part because obviously if you don't need to travel to present yourself in person at at interview, they they can get through a, a, a lot larger number of candidates in a shorter space of time. The Skype type of interview is probably a a little bit more like a real-life interview because often you will obviously see the person that you're talking to. But I think with both telephone and Skype interviews, there really is no difference in terms of how you prepare yourself. Prepare yourself exactly the same way as you would for a normal face-to-face interview. One tip I would definitely give to people is to remember to smile. Even if you're on the telephone, people can hear you smiling. And I think if you're smiling and you're presenting yourself in a positive way, that's going to come through even on the telephone. What are the sort of questions that you can typically expect? So, I mean, I think there are different question styles that exist. There are kind of open, closed hypothetical questions, um, but they're also competency-based questions. People also might ask categories of questions, so personal questions, perhaps they might want to break the ice, ask you a few questions about yourself. Topical questions, so about the industry, and perhaps it's been in the news recently, they want to check uh, whether you've kept up to date with uh, what's going on in that, in that world. And then obviously technical questions, so you know, to demonstrate your competence for the type of role that you're going for. But I would say the most important type of question is the competency-based questions. Um, and these are ones that you can very easily um, prepare for. 
So the interviewer will probably have some kind of list of competencies that are important for that role, whether those are specified in the uh, job description. So when you've applied for the job and perhaps on your CV, you've kind of highlighted these as being things that you're good at. Um, and they'll want you to give them examples of you being good at those. So for example, if customer focus is um, one of the competencies that they want, they might say to you, tell me about a situation um, when you established a customer's needs and work to satisfy them. What exactly did you do and what was the outcome? So they will ask you about specific competencies that are important to that role and expect you to give examples of how you have been successful in delivering in those during your career. So just lastly, any other top tips that you have to you know, really make a good impression at an interview? Number one, preparation is key. Whether it's a face-to-face -face interview or a remote interview, do your research on the company, do your research on the people who are going to interview you. So look them up on LinkedIn and find out who they are and if, if you've got any um, anything in common, such as perhaps you went to the same university or business school. But also preparation yourself. You know, what are you good at? What are your skills? and giving good competency-based examples of how you're good at those things. So that brings me on to my second point, is, is this is your main chance to sell yourself. So you must do that. And it might seem uncomfortable. I think particularly military people feel quite uncomfortable selling themselves. But really, no one is going to do this for you. You have to do it, and you have to take responsibility for it. And if you walk out of the interview thinking, oh, I forgot to tell them about the time when I did this, you know, you need to make sure that you you know, have prepared and you know the, the areas that you really want to home in on and, and sell. And then finally, I would say, I know it's difficult, but try to relax and smile and just be yourself. Well, that's fantastic advice. Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, Lisa Jones, career consultant from the Officers Association. Lisa, thank you. No problem. Good luck, everybody.